await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room Game Awards. I am your host, Joseph, and it is here on this very podcast where usually we talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation each and every Thursday alongside my best friend, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. But before we do that, and before I even intro Kyle... We're doing something different. Today, we're going to be celebrating the year that has been 2018, the year of our shoe, and possibly the best year for PlayStation. And so with me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, Joe. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah. I, I, again, because this is the trophy room, I feel like we're very open with our audience. Yeah. We did this last night. Yes, we did. And it was a fantastic episode. So I want to say before we go in, because we've reworked what the episode is mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, for the record, we have 15 categories. We do. I was 12 for 15 with picking, because I did not know, I, I did not know the results. So I want to make that known. Yes. Just the universe. I did really well with picking you these. You did, and, and you played the game really well. And so I with did. that, in typical trophy room fashion... Uh, Joseph didn't know how to work OBS well, but now I learned. It's, it's not you. It's I not took you. all it's, day. It's it was amazing. It was it was a rough journey getting us here. And I just want to just take a moment and thank everybody for being so patient because I've been hyping this up for about a week or two now. So mm-hmm. thank you all for standing by and, again, being patient with us as we get through the news and get through all of this jazz uh about a hundred or so of you all voted for the trophy room awards and that means so very much to me i want to thank each and every one of you all who voted i want to thank the hundreds who come in each and every week to listen to us this is a first in the making for us we've never done an award show like this so i want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for participating and passionately participating the way you guys and gals have it means a lot with that kyle this show's so nice we had to do it over twice Woo, kyle i have all 14 winners here in my hand these you mean 15 15 yeah I have all the winners <laughs> in my hand right now. Kyle. All the winners. All of them. And um, with that, there are a lot of upsets in the Trophy Room Awards. A lot of games mm-hmm. that I thought were going to win that didn't win. Games that I thought had no chance blew it out of the water. This show, God, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. So with that, Kyle, yeah, are you ready? Are you ready oh, to get into I- it? I am so ready. Let's do this thing. So the only stipulation before we begin, because there was a little bit of controversy with the first category, and that is best multiplayer game of 2018. Some people were were just curious about why games like Destiny 2 didn't make this list. Every single game that we we picked here on the trophy room, we have had to have played. Either me or Kyle have to have played to have a voice. We don't want to just put something up there to put something up there Mm -hmm. and then speak uneducatedly about that game and why it wasn't picked rather than telling you the truth that we just didn't play that game. So with that, Kyle, are you ready to hear the list of nominees for best multiplayer game? Absolutely. And this is uh, this is a your special because I don't, I'm not a multiplayer person. It's true. It's true. Our first nominee is call of duty, black ops Four. our second nominee is monster hunter worlds. Our third nominee is Fortnite, 
And our fourth nominee is PUBG Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Kyle? Yeah. This one is not a surprise. Even not if we all. had Destiny on this list, yeah. it is Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, no, I mean, we know our audience well, and we know you well, Joe. And every week there's a Fortnite news. I feel like I'm always putting a counter, uh, a tally on the Fortnite. Uh, the, I mean, just Robbie the word Bobby Fortnite. Miller has a yeah. tally of Fortnite. Every time 100%. I say it, he's we're already on like five probably. Right? <laughs> and it's not it's not without uh, what's the it's word credit. I'm looking for? Yeah, thank you. It's because, not unwarranted. Yeah, it's it's Fortnite is you know. It's taken over the world. Yeah. It's obviously the biggest thing in gaming, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I mean, and though, it, it like, games it. like Call of Duty helped yeah. reinvent themselves, I think Monster Hunter Worlds opened it itself up to the mainstream. And PUBG having to break uh, Fortnite, or sorry, Fortnite, Battle Royale games into the, into the realm of mainstream, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody did it like Fortnite. And the continuous yeah. patches that are released for this game. I mean, if we had our usual news show, we would actually be talking about the Epic Store right now. They have just uh, revealed that they're going to take all their cross-play knowledge and put it up for everyone to use, no matter if you're a Fortnite user, no matter if you're on Unreal Engine or whatever the case may be, you could use their tools to help promote cross-play or put cross-play in your games, which is really awesome so yeah fortnite's a phenomenon man yeah and, and like you said every single new season it's just like that it's just that it's new they, they they change something up so it doesn't feel stale yeah and with that i have a question for you kyle yeah fortnite what is this For- bigger than pokemon oh jesus because uh, i have not i can't remember uh a game that has hit this type of stratosphere like Ellen's playing this game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Ninja was on CBS. <laughs> they had an yeah. award show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was a that was a it was a show, all right. And it's like, something. it's it's broken within the mainstream. So my question sure. for you, Kyle, is like, for me, I I think of Pokemon. Like that's the game that yeah. everybody as a kid played. What do you think? Because I look around the mall, and I'm just like, I see Fortnite everywhere. Yeah. I, I would I would tend to agree with you. I think Fortnite is this generation's Pokemon yeah. for the younger kids. Really where is. the younger kids, that's all they want to talk about. And when uh, we were younger, uh, like, I, I'm older than you, so I, I, I had the original games on Game Boy when it was peak. Mm-hmm. I, was in middle, I was in middle school, though. I don't know what, how old I you were. I was grade school. Yeah. So um, not only was it just the Game Boy games, but uh, the Pokemon cards... Mm-hmm. Or it was crazy insane. Po- it was Pokemon fever. And now I see kids as a, as a teacher. I'm in school. And when the kids are standing still, well, they're not standing still, actually. They're doing the floss and Fortnite dances. And Dude, it's, I was, like, it's I was nonstop. Floss in class. I'm yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? So Fortnite has taken over. It, it has infiltrated every ounce of pop culture. So I think that's a great comparison to make. It is at the Pokemon level. It really is. And it won, might I add, it had 58%, and this person in second place, Call of Duty, only had, I believe, 20 something percent to it. Yeah. So, congratulations to Fortnite. You did, you you keep on doing crazy things. And with that, that is the first winner of the People's Platinum for Best Multiplayer Game. On to the next category, Kyle, which is 
best score slash soundtrack. Now this one is this one's this one's a tricky one because yeah. people like to just put sound design and soundtrack and music in one category. And mm-hmm. to me I feel like that just does a huge disservice to the game itself. So Absolutely. with that, best sound uh best soundtrack, our nominees are Spider Man, Celeste, Tetris Effect, and Beat Saber. Whew. Now, out of those nominees, Kyle. Yeah. Those all have amazing tracks. One hundred percent. What was the game that you wanted to win? The game that I wanted to win? Yeah, or you uh. want to win. My want right. to win. Yeah, my right. uh, That's kind of weird because I know what won already. I know. So, uh, I, I feel I like... get this, this paper that I threw on the floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I feel like uh, what I wanted want to win and wanted to win, spoiler alert, uh, I want Celeste to win. Celeste, what they did with the 8-bit style platforming, just that type of music is so nostalgic and it's so beautiful and it fits that game so well, and it stuck with me. I find myself listening to the Celeste soundtrack, mm-hmm. like in my car. Like I love, I just love that music. To me, soundtrack wise, um, I I went with Spider Man, and that's actually mm-hmm. who wins and takes best score slash soundtrack is Spider Man with an overwhelming thirty nine point seven percent in second is actually Tetris Effect with 26%. I went with Spider-Man because just how you move in the game when you're swinging through the air and Mm -hmm. just the momentum goes with the music. The music swells, yeah. The music swells up as you're beginning to swing through the air. The Mm -hmm. faster you're going, the more momentum you have, the louder it gets. To me, I love the score a lot. What do you think about it? What do you think about this choice? I I can appreciate it. Yeah. But there's something about the Spider-Man score, and it's not a knack against the score itself because it's beautiful. And shout out to that opening song when Spidey jumps out the window for the first time. Oh, I love that song. Oh, <laughs> oh so great. So mm-hmm. I, Speaking of which, I need to download that because I still haven't done it. Oh, it's uh, But I feel like the score is kind of same, samey throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. And me, swinging through the, the city and, and down the streets, it's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing. And it just it, it it just feels the same throughout. Like, there's no variation. I get it. I get it. I mean, they use the same Spider-Man theme an awful lot. But I feel yeah. like the way it, they use it is just amazing. Like, with the last fight in particular, mm-hmm. it was it sets the moods really well. Yeah, And with that, like, having your own Spider-Man anything and yeah. have the song be really, really freaking great, actually mm-hmm. have some, like, original thought put in, big props to the team. I, I loved Absolutely. it. I could see why people picked it. Um, <coughs> but I think it yeah. was close. I, I think you could have picked Celeste as well. But to me, Celeste's music was enchanting, but it wasn't mm-hmm. anything I ever, like, I've never heard before. If, I, if gotcha. that okay. sounds right. The Did next... Celeste come in third then, by the way? Celeste did Or did come Beat Saber in... come in third? It's in black and white, so I'm looking at shades. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it came in third. Okay. Yeah. And and nothing against Beat Saber, because uh, we're relatively new to Beat Saber. It's a month in. Yeah. And 
that soundtrack's great and it gets me moving and I love it. But it, I, again, it's something where it's kind of like the same type of song. Yeah. After a while, if you're if you're playing it like in a marathon type setting, so and but sometimes again, like when you're playing the single player, you run into the same song. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we recorded this on Thursday. Yep. Uh, they teased an early Christmas present for Beat Saber on Twitter, so mm. I'm hoping that's like DLC or like. I'm hoping. I too. would love that. Now, do you think if Beat Saber had a little bit more time, it'd be higher on this list? That's a good point. Like, if more people bought it and played it? Yeah, because it came out late November. It only had yeah. a month. And for it to be where it is, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's impressive. It's not, a, yeah. it's not a distant fourth at all. No. It's really good. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I think it probably would have been bumped up a little higher, probably. All right. All right. Our next category, <laughs> and we're still in the realm of game design, which is sound effects. And I'm taking ambient noises. I'm talking about the way a swooshes of the axe or the swip of swip thwip of Spider-Man's, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, webs with yep. that. It's really important because when you're beating someone up, sound to me is the most important thing. You know, if a shot just whizzed past your face, you feel like you're beating the crap out of the guy just because you're feeling the punches or you're hearing the punches connect. It's yeah. so important to each and every game. Our nominees for best sound effects are as follows. God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Fortnite, and Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah. Bog out. And, and, and to go off what you were saying, these are all excellent choices. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is like a very buzzwordy type of word. But without good sound effects and good sound design... I don't feel as immersed in a game as I should. Yeah. Like, without I, I fit, w- without these, these incredible t- games, and, and there's plenty more than just these five, mm-hmm. but without the great sound design, it doesn't feel like I'm in the city swinging with Spidey. Or or even not even swinging with Spidey. Standing on the street looking at Spidey go by. Like, yeah. it's it, I gotta feel like I'm in that world, and sound design is probably the easiest way to get us in as gamers. Yeah. To... You walking into it, who do you yeah. want? Who do you want to win? I want I want Spider Man to win this. Yeah, and it's because I feel like the the sound design team on Spidey. Uh, we talked about Red Dead with their attention to detail, but Insomniac, what they did with the the pedestrians on the street as you swing by, you hear them. You Even hear them chit chatting. The momentum you hear, like the one hundred percent, yeah. And you hear the cars going by, the honking. It is in Manhattan, like it feels like I'm in Manhattan. Yeah. And even when it comes to Yuri doing lines in the game, if he's ex- exerting himself, swinging through the city or fighting, and he's You're talking over the intercom, you can feel he's like <sighs> he's like out of breath while he's talking. And that level of detail is insane. That blew my mind. Like depending on what he's doing. Yep. He has a different voice for it. Just thinking about it, like it breaks my brain yet again. I yeah. now that you say that, I was gonna say Red Dead Redemption was the mm-hmm. one I wanted to win because it's you know a, the little bit of detail, but just like the dialogue in their voice and how they exude themselves. Yeah, but unfortunately or fortunately, yeah, the first winner is God of War. With that, Kyle, yeah. are you upset at this? Do you understand I'm, I'm not. why? I understand why. I mean, just the fact that the the sound of the axe coming back to your hand is good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, 
all these games are great. God of War is a, a world that I felt immersed in. And I, again, sound design played a huge part, especially in some of those levels with like the fairies mm-hmm. or whatever they were called. I forgot what they were called. I think it's been a long time. Elves. elves, thank you. The dark elves. Yeah. Like hearing their wings and having to rely on sound because, spoiler alert, there's some like the lights go out and you have to rely on sound to know where they're coming from very true i didn't even think about that so yeah Yeah. god of war is a very worthy winner for sure yeah and even just like the 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 set pieces just get added to because Mm -hmm. of the sound effects in that game like when you fight the stranger for the first time oh yeah oh my you feel you feel the punches and that's because of the sound yeah you feel it and you feel the tree Yes, yes, you, you feel do. it, and yeah, I, I have to say the sound design for for Red Dead Redemption, while great, I I'm understanding why God of War won, and I I I to a very large part agree with it. I think a lot of people hear the axe and how it just calls how you it feels like you're just, you just feels know, great. You yeah. have it in your hand every time you call it back, just is empowering. With that, Kyle, mm-hmm. God of War takes the first people's platinum. Of the evening. But, well, uh, second. Well, third, actually. Soundtrack went to, to Spidey. Yep. Fortnite got multiplayer. So God of War is the third one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You broke my brain. I'm like, I, I did. You were like, uh, 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 you stalled there for a second. Kyle? Yeah, I know this up? is very unprofessional. We're running. It's fine. Dude, we're running a podcast and an award show, nonetheless. But I got I to oh, go no. to the bathroom. Fine, I so guess. Sorry. Do you want me to uh, say what the next category is and nominations while, yeah, you, it's while you're gone? Yeah, it's best guest appearance. Sure. So bet yeah. for up for best guest appearance. Go ahead. Go go to the bathroom. Whatever. Best guest appearance. <laughs> you should be. Uh, is either per- President Barack Obama, Spider Bit, Spooky Bit. You can already see him in frame. He's not doing a good job hiding. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption voice guy that Joe forgot his name as he's typing this. And Kaitos, Kratos' pacifist brother, as you can see. Uh, hey, the what's winner. Up, guys? Just swinging on in. What's going on here? Just swinging on in. You look very uh, um, well-dressed for this occasion, Mr. Spider-Bit. Well, Could that have uh, any coincidence? Actually, because this category came up. Yeah, uh, big coincidence, actually. Uh if you don't know, I've been I've been doing a whole lot of you know guesswork. I've been doing a whole lot of promotion uh, yeah. of Spider Man products. I'm everywhere, dude. Did you see Did you see the the far away suit? I'm gonna look sick. Yeah. They look dope AF, as I could say. But <laughs> this September, I pimped out a little game called Spider Man. I don't know if you guys know this. Mm-hmm. I won that category best best. What was it? Soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, nerds. With that, <laughs> uh, why I'm wearing a suit that looks very familiar the, of, of Joseph's, quite simple. Quite simple. I was in the neighborhood. I was swinging on by because Manhattan, as you guys know, as this podcast is premiering, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse is a movie. Yeah. So yeah, it is. for the first time ever in this podcast, I actually have a good excuse why I'm here. With that, let's <laughs> and, and you're, wearing, you're wearing Joe's suit. Yeah, because when he goes to the bathroom, he strips down. Oh, dude! And so you 100%. saw it. You just you had to put it on. It yeah, just... he's not even Donald Duck in it. He's just going for <laughs> no. the boy. 
Uh, with that, I I read the nominees by the way while while Joe was in the bathroom. Oh, before did you, you read it to me while I'm here? Because I was just yeah. gonna feel like this. <laughs> uh, Best guest nominees? appearance, uh, President Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, you're you yourself, Spider Bit. You were nominated. Okay. Ooh. Spooky Bit. Red Dead Redemption voice guy that Joe forgot his name as he's typing this. Hmm. And Kaitos, Kratos' pacifist brother. Well, they all sound like losers because I'm reading the manuscript right here. Yeah, I don't know how you got a hold of that. Joe needs to take better care of where he hides. Honestly, stuff. he was just laying it about. Yeah, I think it's the ridiculous. Same thing. Um, so uh, the winner is me. <laughs> What's up? Congratulations, Spider Bit. You know what? I just want to thank the Academy. First and foremost, mm-hmm. um, I did a lot of hard work. I mean, I'm in the best shape of my life. I Look at me, Kyle. Look at me. I see. I, I'm My eyes are not at goggle level, but like... That's fine. I'm... Dude, look at me, dude. This is the best Spider-Man has ever looked. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like, I look amazing. So, I want to thank everybody um, for telling me to keep putting on this... Mm-hmm, for telling Joseph to keep going to the bathroom and me appearing... Yeah. Um, I want to thank um, I want to thank my parents though they're dead kind of like Batman. Uh, he's he's Bruce Wayne by the way. <laughs> Just spoilers oh, there. Jeez. I want to thank my aunt. I mean, <clears throat> I mean Kyle. I gotta go. I I hear Green Goblin again. Okay. So um, my apologies, but it's again, fine. thank you so much taking the people's platinum spider bit out. Thank you all so much. Let me try to. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, for the audio listeners, uh, that mask has seen better days. Uh, it's getting real thin. <laughs> and you can clearly see his mouth. Was I not out of, complete out of screen? <laughs> no. We'll fix that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine because what you don't notice is with that mask, you can tell you're, it's, or whoever's when Spider-Man is on screen, uh, he, he's been wearing it for so long. That his mouth and nose is going through the material, and I can see it way more clearly. It's getting thin. It's thinning it? out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. We gotta let Spider Man know so his uh, his uh, name and um, Taylor. identity Taylor. isn't you know yeah. leaked to the world. Yeah, you're definitely right. Um, <sighs> also, God. I don't think he won, but hey, we'll give it to him anyway. People's <laughs> platinum. This was this this was your idea. Next yeah, no, on no. the list. Spider Bit for sure won. <laughs> he, yeah, he did. You know what? He won in our hearts, no matter what. Yeah. Best PlayStation VR game. VR made me a believer this year, Kyle. Yeah. Each one of these games deserves to be on this list and then some. And if Not I, only if I are you a say, believer, Joe. What's that? Not only are you a believer, you bought a VR, you sold it, and then you bought it again. Because of these games. And because I'm bad at money. <laughs> Our nominees are Astrobot Rescue Mission. Just so you know, I didn't lose money on doing that. I actually broke a little bit even. Uh, <laughs> Astro, like, like, that makes up for anything. Astrobot Rescue Mission. Beat Saber. Moss. Oh, God, I miss Quill. And mm-hmm. Tetris Effect. These four games, amazing games. Again, we might be missing some. And I apologize in advance, but like like Firewall, for example, yeah, great game. We just didn't get to play it. But mm-hmm. with that, these four games, how do you feel about them, Kyle? Oh, I, I feel excellent about this category. Besides yeah. Game of the Year and Best Indie, I feel like this is one of the hardest categories in our award show. 
because mm-hmm. uh, all four of these are, in my eyes, they are system sellers for PSVR. Yeah, absolutely. Each and every one of these, you just go, this is why I bought a PlayStation VR, and I totally, completely, 100% understand it. With that, though, yep. there can only be one. There can. And I would like to tell you, I'd like to tell you, that Astrobot Rescue Mission fought the good fight, and it was able to defeat Moss Tetris Effect and Beat Saber. I'd like to tell you that, but life is no fairy tale. Beat Saber won this category. Yeah. Which goes to show how fun that game is, because it has not even been out as of this podcast for over a month. Mm-hmm. And it's number one. And for a very, very long time, for a number of days, this was number one by a mile. Like, by mm-hmm. 10, 10 plus points. For a while, it was in the teens. Astrobot Rescue Mission. Little Captain Astrobot himself fought the good fight. It ended up being Beat Saber with 33%. And Astrobot Rescue Mission with 27%. Wow. And then, and then tied actually for a second... It's Tetris Effect. All three of those games, amazing. Yeah, and all very recently released. Yeah, please, guys. I'm not saying this because we run a PlayStation podcast here. These are really good games. Yeah. You ought to be supporting them because yeah. these developers, when it comes to VR, they desperately need your support. Yeah, because it's not a huge marketplace out there. So with that, Kyle. Yeah, and and, and please, even though Moss came in fourth place. Moss is one of my favorite gaming experiences of the year. Yeah, and, and Quill is a special character, and that game is so special. It's so it has so it oozes charm. Oh so yeah. So if you have a if you have a VR helmet, please just go so, like buy Moss. Will, like Quill wants a high five or like he yeah. waves, she waves at you. Oh, it's so good. All right, Kyle, are you prepared for another character to show up on the trophy room? Oh God, no, I'm not. But of course here not. we go. That's <laughs> The smallest cowboy hat I've ever seen. By God, let me tell you, it came in smaller sizes, but here we are. For some reason, over the past few months, you love this voice. It's like a smooth cheddar. It's Who, like me? A, it's like a butter knife. Go, listen I don't here, like boy. this voice. I don't like this voice. Go ahead. Smash the internet, mister. Go ahead. You Hopefully this is the me, last you time I me, hear boy. you. Smack the knife. Don't you... Dare pipe up, boy. Don't you dare pipe up on me, boy. <sighs> Best sandwich. By God, you can hate this voice all you want, Kyle, but you, you made this, you made this category. I did. So, uh, there you go. <clears throat> now, now, listen here. The nominees are a roast beef on a, on a nice rye with lettuce, tomato, and let them dance on that mayonnaise for good measure on a Thursday afternoon by out. Our second nominee is a salami on a nice toasted wheat on a Thursday evening. By God, I couldn't think of anything better if I could be, if I do declare, <laughs> if I do declare. Our third one is a little bit of European dish for you out there. A classic Italian sandwich. With uh, with a little bit of uh, oil of vinegar, or you just drown that sucker. You put it in the vinegar. You go, boy, don't you talk up on me, boy. All fourth and final. And I forgot there's a child sleeping downstairs. <laughs> a nice grilled cheese. Not too dark, 
Not too light. About a 7.5 on a scale of 1 to 10. Kyle, which one of these you think won? Uh, a nice grilled cheese. Well, everyone loves dollars. a nice grilled cheese. By 12.5%, it won a nice grilled cheese sandwich. Now, let me tell you, <coughs> while I was reading this, I looked my, at myself in a webcam in pure disgust. I look like a nice southern gentleman who's about to sell you on a reasonably priced used car today. Yeah. So you come also? on by the Tennessee Toyota. <laughs> Joe, I don't know if you know yeah. pop culture music all that well. I'm but the 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 straps of the hat on the side of your yeah. head gives you a post Malone look. Post Malone, you're just, you're just missing some tattoos on the face. Honestly, with with the <laughs> headphones and this going by, yeah. I look like I look like yeah, I kind of look like a Hasidic a Jewish cowboy. rabbi or something. <laughs> I also do. Uh, I I don't know. Do do the Jewish celebrate like? Do they do baptisms? No, no, they. I, I do brisks on Wednesdays. I snip the tips, bam. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you won't even know it. <laughs> best, best level design. Well, yeah, let's go to level design, please. Best level design. Level design's important in the game, Kyle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because you know, not just how. Maps are laid out to make them fun, to make them balanced, and to add. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> here, boy, slap me, slap me like that again. Uh, it, it best level design. Here's the nominees. <laughs> I broke this award ceremony. Um, best level design goes to Astrobot Rescue Mission. Celeste, sorry, first nominee is yeah. Astrobot Rescue Mission. The second nominee is Celeste. The third. Dead Cells, the fourth, God of War, the fifth, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and six is Hollow Knight. Yeah. With that, there are six people, six nominees, and um, I'd like to tell you it was close, but without a doubt, and it was surprising because I thought there would be a little bit more fight in here, but Mm. with over 51% of the vote, that's just the clear majority. Mathematics mm-hmm. dictates that. I don't know if you guys know that. God of War wins. Yeah. Celeste, it's a well-deserved though, win. Celeste, Celeste. You were brokenhearted when you heard this news. I did. Because Celeste is great. It, you set yeah. your own difficulty. You yeah. achieve what you want to achieve in that mm-hmm. game. Not can achieve, what you want to achieve. And, and, and sure, some might look at Celeste kind of like a puzzle type of thing. Sure. Like where you have to time your jumps correctly and the boost but that still goes in level design people have to design that level for that to work Mm. or 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 we get games and i've played plenty of these crappy games where you don't know where to go next and you're like well i'm i'm here something should be here but Mm. nothing's happening so like level design comes in many shapes and forms I wanted Celeste to win because it's a su- super special game. It's yep. one of my favorite games ever. But I can't, and the other nominees are great as well, uh, but I-, I can't fault the audience voting for God of War. The uh, way that world opens up is to God, mind-boggling. Like, to me, Astrobot Rescue Mission, if you just had a little bit more momentum to it, like just had a little bit more eyes to it, to me, just that that game sings Super Mario World in VR. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is... 
it is the best plat like one of the best platformers I've played in recent years. Like I always put it up, and this is high praise to Super Mario 3D World because I mm-hmm. love that game. This made me feel like that. Each part of the levels, I thought it was great. I thought yes, there was room for improvement for though a first in the series and for the mm-hmm. first for this team. I thought it was fantastic. But then you think God of War, and you're just like single shot camera. Yeah. How? How yeah. does that work? <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't. It absolutely shouldn't work. But, like, are those, as part of the levels being loaded in, like, how does it work? Because there's no loading yeah. screens. No. And, and and kind of to go what I was saying before, mm-hmm. how as the game progresses, the main hub world, because there was a hub world in God of War, yeah. gets even bigger and bigger as, as the game goes on. And that's something I had no idea What's going to happen when you first go through that that area? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The game just continues to open up in ways that, like, you see, like, it's kind of like that Metroidvania style of, like, you see a ledge you can't get up to, and you're like, okay, I'll be coming back here. I'll remember yeah. that. Like, and then when it does, you're just like, oh, right, right, there was a thing over here. You remember that. And so, yeah, I, I, I agree. God of War deserves it so much so. But with that, People's platinum aside, what is that? the The second award God of War wins. This uh, night? yes, that is the second one. Congratulations, God of War, having a good night so far. Let's talk about best open world. Let's do it, dude. Let's do this it, generation Joe. has been it. about open world games. That, Every yeah. other game and its mm-hmm. mother is an open world game to some extent. At least it feels like right. Like even God of War, a very linear game, has an open a hub world to explore. Mm-hmm. With that, we had a lot of good open world games this year. Stellar yeah. ones, a matter of fact. Our nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And the votes are in, Kyle. I would hope so. <laughs> or else why are we recording this? You know what? <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 wins. Yeah. And I think this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, though, I love Spider-Man. Uh, as much as I did like and enjoy uh, Assassin's Creed, I loved Spider-Man's world. It just mm-hmm. it felt like Manhattan. But when you take into account Red Dead Redemption's consequences, like it's about the journey rather than the destination, the things that... Mm-hmm happen sporadically the people that run out to you whether to rob you at gunpoint or rob someone at gunpoint or like even you know i think we were talking about it with my impressions there were there were ai robbing a a a train Mm -hmm. and i stopped them Mm -hmm. like that's incredible and with that the the for i think the first week we had votes open spider-man was actually winning in double digits and then Red Dead Redemption t- came around and it won with 46% to 35%. What do you feel about Red Dead winning? I kind of I kind of thought it would win because mm-hmm. that world is massive. Yeah. Um and it's a tactical masterpiece. Uh I wish that Assassin's Creed took best open world and mm-hmm. it's nothing against Spider-Man at all. It's the best recreation of Manhattan in video games ever. Yeah. Um but I felt Red Dead, the, yes, it has a vast open world, many things to do. But there are many times where it feels empty to me. 
and I feel you. I, I feel you. And, and that's a, that's just a knock for me. I want a world like Assassin's Creed where I I feel like I'm going to different areas and every area is beautiful and there's tons of stuff to do and right. quests and I just feel like Assassin's Creed did it better than Red Dead. I feel like Assassin's Creed in terms of like the characters you meet in the world are more interesting. Sure. The stories they're telling. But I feel like when you're talking about Red Dead Redemption, like they did open plains, they did desert, they mm-hmm. did cities, like bustling, like New Orleans, practically. Yeah. Um, you had like old little villages or rundown villages. Like there's a lot to it. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like listing what, what came out, I think, though I did prefer Spider-Man's because it just felt nice. It felt, it felt like home to me. Uh, Red yeah. Dead Redemption, I completely understand. I actually completely agree. With that, let's talk about best art direction. This one's Ooh. a great category. Yeah, it um, is. A lot of people, to me, I, I looked for nominees. We looked for nominees that took things into a different approach, that just did things differently. And I feel like last generation, there was a whole lot of brown, blacks, and grays yeah. right, in terms of the color palette. I love how this generation, things are becoming more and more colorful. And when we read this list, you're going to be amazed. Yeah. At who Not even it. just colorful. I mean, with with our nominees here, every game has its own unique look. Yeah. And it every single game is so appealing to the eyes for many different reasons. Yeah. And our first nominee is Celeste. Our second, Guacamelee 2, Dead Cells. Spyro, Reignited Trilogy, Donut County, and Hollow Knight. All these games. Again, you could pick any of them out of that mm-hmm. uh, out of a hat. You tell me it won, I'd, I'd agree. Yeah. And this category, Kyle, was the tightest category. It was down to the wire. There was one point where the person who won was only up by about a percent. About. Wow. About, yeah, there was yeah. like a three-way spread at one point. But the winner is... Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, well Toys for Bobs. Yeah. yeah. And you, you talked about it when we were talking about it. When I told you Spyro won, you were just like, I get it. And, and elaborate yep. while you're happy about Spyro I, I, I get it because they had to take a PS1, PS1 Classics yeah. for, for that generation's games that we loved growing up. And they made it look like what we thought it looked like. And, and to some degrees made it even better than what it was and what we probably imagined when we were playing. Just, man, the amount of detail they went out and just made everything come to life. Even, sure, there might be some knocks saying, well, it's the same game. They yeah. just made it prettier. Sure, yeah, whatever. But, like, every dragon that's in this game that you unlock in the first one, it looks, it looks, looks like a... Yeah. Like, yeah, even yeah. his animations are the most adorable thing I ever see. He sneezes, and it's cute, and it's yeah. adorable. Like, it makes you... Um, it tricks your brain to thinking, this is how Spyro always looked like. Yeah, 100%. And it, definitely not. Take a look at PlayStation 1, and then take a look at now, and you're agreeing with me at that point. Yeah. And if you're not, yeah. you're you're out of your mind. Congratulations, Spyro. Congratulations, Toy for Bob. Uh, Toys for Bob. Seriously, Amazing amazing title thank you all so much for your hard work and with that on to our next category i thought let's do the males first that's what she said best actor kyle 
Let's do it. And I have a bone to pick with the audience. Oh. I'm just gonna state this right now. Yeah. Okay. I get it, because we're a PlayStation show. But also, how dare you? <laughs> Our first nominee is Benjamin Brown Davis for Dutch Vanderland uh, for Red Dead Redemption Two. Christopher Judge Kratos, God of War. Sonny Soljic for Atreus for God of War. And Yuri Lowenthal, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in Spider-Man. <laughs> and the winner is, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? This was the first option. I'm so ready. Yeah. This is one I keep looking at it, and I'm just like, guys, what are you doing? I get it. I mean, all these actors are fantastic. But it should have been Dutch Vanderland. I'm just going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. It should have been Dutch Vanderland. He was... Uh, second to last with poor, poor Atreus in last place. But who did win by just a little over two percentage points? Pregnant pause. Christopher Judge for Kratos, God of War. And for the longest time, Yuri was taking it. Yeah. Yuri Lowenthal as Spider-Man was taking it. And How that's why I wanted. I wanted me? Yuri. I wanted mm-hmm. Yuri to win, for sure, because his portrayal of Spider-Man in that is, is one of the all-time best Spider-Man. Yeah. Up there with Tom Holland, for sure. And he gave such life to that character in and out of the suit. He's a great Peter Parker, too. Yeah. Like, it, it, he does both incredibly well. Um, but I'm okay with Christopher Judge winning. Are you really? Because to me, I'm just like, you know, when it came to Yuri, again, I understand why Dutch didn't win. Yuri, though, he's doing technically two characters. Mm-hmm. And he's monologuing both of them. Yeah. You know? And, and, and going back to what we said for sound design, yeah. like, he had to do all those lines like he's exerting himself. Yeah. And, and that takes incredible amount of work. And with when it comes to Christopher Judge, why are you not as upset as I am about this pick? Why am that? Well, I didn't say this last night when we, did, when we mm-hmm. first did it, but even the Game Awards didn't nominate Dutch. You know, they went with Arthur Morgan. So I, I feel like he's not even the best in Red Dead, voice actor-wise. I know you love him, and I understand why you love him, but he's not even the best in that game, in my eyes. Christopher Judge, and here is why I think yeah. he took it, yeah. it's because the Game Awards happened. And he was on stage with Sonny, uh, 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 handing out an, an award. You can just say boy, we'll, we'll know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, and he's he, well. He did. He said "boy" on stage, yeah. and I think that everyone cheered kinda, the whole room. Yeah, up. yeah. Or we did when we were live yeah. reacting. We were like, "Yes, this is such an awesome moment." Mm-hmm. And he just has that great voice, and it, it gave new life into Kratos, who was a boring ass character. Who yeah. was the same note, and this is a Kratos I can't wait to play more of because of his performance. And I think when it comes to Christopher Judge's performance, a lot of it is is not verbal. Mm-hmm. It's all emotions. Yeah. Every line of dialogue he's delivering is met with an appropriate and even just far and beyond yeah. impression of it, emotion to it. Like, I give a lot of credit for Best Actor right here to the animators more than the, even the actors yeah. of how they got each and every movement of Kratos' face and his eyes most I of mean, all. I j- mean, thank God for for uh, performance capture in yeah. games. Like like when he reaches out to Atreus when when he's trying to when he hunts the deer. Yeah. 
and you can see his hand trembling and go back and be hesitant. Like, that's all in Christopher Judge's work. It's yeah. not... So, yeah. He gives an all-around great performance. Stellar. Congratulations, yeah. Christopher Judge. I called him up on the phone because he couldn't make it out, and he was just like, I would like to come, but I, I'm unable to. I'm shopping for ridiculous suits that look <laughs> badass on me, boy. I was just like, yeah, okay, I get it, dude. Uh-huh. I, get it. I get it. Best actress. <laughs> I have another bone to pick with the audience here. <laughs> All right, guys. Nominees are Danielle Briscutti for God of War's Freya, Laura Bailey, Mary Jane Watson for Spider Man, Melissa Hante Mahut, Cassandra, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Camilla, the love of my life, Luddington, Laura Croft, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, real quick, Joe. Yeah. Nice job with those names, buddy. That is that is a hard group to say and. You did pretty well. How the fuck do I? <laughs> I can barely pronounce my name. I mean, <laughs> sure, you added you added a C to Danielle Bissuti's name, but other than that, you said almost like biscotti. But you it's fine. What? I was trying <laughs> to think of that, and I was also thinking, "Miscusi, uh, miscusi, miscusi." <laughs> so that's where I was I was going off from. Uh, yeah. Another winner, tough. This is tough. Yeah, I, and we this both is... wanted Cassandra to win. Yeah, yes, Cassandra is. Her character is amazing. Yep. I think her character is fantastic. The reason why her character is so fantastic is the voice behind her. Mm-hmm. And yes, am I in love with Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey? My question to you is, who isn't? Yeah. Okay? Whoever and picked I... Alexios? <sighs> Lame fucking name, first off. Boring. Boring choice. Boring choice. Yeah. Okay? Live a little. All, <laughs> and, and, and I feel... I wanted Cassandra to win because she is like up there with Femchep from Mass Effect. She's in my eyes, I think in other people's eyes, I see her as the new badass female protagonist like Femchep was. I I, I look at her and I'm just like, I want to see more of you. Mm -hmm. I hope you get your own trilogy just like how uh, the other guy did. I forget his name. Ezio. Ezio. The Tore. I don't know. (laughs) The winner, though, is Laura Bailey. For Spider-Man's Mary Jane Watson. I get it. Laura Bailey is yeah. super fucking talented. She's great. But I get, you know what? But I called Melissa and she was just like, listen here. I didn't win. I'm not going. And I was like, I feel you. I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> so you're telling me you got Laura Bailey here? No, no, no. She's too bad uh, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got critical role in 10 minutes. Exactly. She, but she can't do it. <laughs> I and I, I'm not as upset as you are. Yes, I wanted Cassandra to win, mm-hmm. but Laura Bailey, I fell in love with her portrayal of Mary Jane. Yeah, that like there's a moment in that in that in Spider Man where like I felt myself swooning over a video game character mm-hmm. because she plays it so well. That girl next door and the chemistry up between her and Yuri are palpable. Un- oh, it's fantastic. Palpable. So, I yeah. felt it. I wanted to see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's I do. True, the relationship, the way they work off each other, stellar performance by Laura yeah. Bailey. Yet again, she kicks so much ass in every single role she does. Yeah. Give it and, to some and, other performers, please. Uh, and shout out to Danielle for Fry, uh, Freya. Great. Another amazing one. And Camilla has been doing Laura for years now. And now I'm going to just say great. right here the best, not even close. Yeah. I yeah. I got actually upset when they, when they did the Tomb Raider movie without her. Yeah, I was just like, and they so clearly her? they so clearly 
uh, based it off of her games. Yeah, and I'm just like, really? And you're just gonna, I, 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 I don't know who this chick is. is no, she she's from... great. Is she's she great? great? Alicia Vikander. Sure. She's awesome. I but they should have went with Camilla. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know what, Vikander? I hope you're doing fine. Uh, most impactful game of 2018. This category I want to put up here. A lot of people do for social change, but the way I view impactful game goes as follows. It's a game that has left its impact on the gaming industry, whether it's how DLC is produced or how games are made in general. These games will shake the way we look at and view at games from not just this point, but beyond, beyond. So with that, the nominees for most impactful game are Astrobot Rescue Mission for how to traverse in VR, Fortnite for the creation of the Battle Pass microtransactions and the constant and stellar updates to the game, God of War for the single shot camera, Moss for puzzle solving in VR space, and Red Dead Redemption 2 for consequence in an open world. All right. This these are one, all these are all great. I'm yeah. saying that a lot, but yeah. these games have innovated in some pretty stellar ways. It's been a tough year, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people complain, oh, there wasn't many games that came out. I at first would argue that. I think a lot of great games came out. I think this is... 2018 was the year that I played the most indie games and I enjoyed myself with. And also, yeah. the games that did came out, come out, man, did they come out. They just changed the way we view video games. But Absolutely. the winner of most impactful game is God of War for the single shot camera angle. Mm-hmm. Kyle, your mm-hmm. thoughts on the winner? I love it. Yeah? I, I, I love this win because I am... Still so impressed mm-hmm. that Corey and the team of Santa Monica Studios made this game with a single shot camera that does not cut away. Yeah. It follows you the whole game and it hides its loading screen so well. Yeah. Like it it, it stays behind Kratos' shoulder the whole game. The whole game. And and when unless ends, you rotate slowly sweeps. But even when you rotate the camera and you try to look at Kratos' face, Kratos is whips his head around. Like yep. It's forcing you to be in that perspective because you want to go along for the ride with him. And, that, and it's and just like how so we great. were saying earlier, like to me, I wanted Fortnite to win because I think for the industry, and we're already sure. seeing games copy them with the implementation of the Battle Pass, with these constant updates. We just talked about it, right? Uh, in the beginning of the show, just crossplay. Crossplay yeah. would not yeah. be a thing if it wasn't for Fortnite. We mm-hmm. wouldn't be talking about it like it is the inevitable reality if it wasn't for this game. But then you think of God of War, for sure, there's going to be someone, some indie studio that looks at that and goes, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to yeah. do it better. Yeah. And I think before this game ever came out, I can't think of a game that ever even tried to do this, let alone accomplished yeah. it mm-hmm. and at that that well. And, and and not have any hitches. Like, yeah. I, like I feel like some games have probably tried it, mm-hmm. and there have been moments where you can tell it's loading in the background. Like, oh, yeah. the game hitches a little bit. This one, it, it was very hard to find that. Yeah. There's, like, one or two scenes, but overall in a 40-hour experience. Yeah. yeah. And how heavy the action is, and, and, and the type of puzzle-solving you're doing, it's... 
and it's like great. how we were talking about before, like how does this game render objects? Yeah, yeah. If it's never loading, is it constantly loading? Like, mm-hmm. is the whole map there, and they're just like loading things in front of you? Like, how does it work? It breaks your brain. So when I think of most impactful game, I can't argue with most of these games on this list. Mm-hmm. But especially you know Fortnite or, or God of War. So I'm happy with both of them. Again, audience, you guys, gals out there. Good picks, man. Yeah. This isn't like a lot of other shows that we've seen. This is a lot of upsets, a lot of things that I didn't think were going to win, but did. So thank you so much. With that, best independent game. And it goes as follows. Celeste, Dead Cells, Donut County, Guacamelee 2, and Hollow Knight. Breathe easy, Kyle. Celeste. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. This was another. Uh, this was another one that was super tight. That's what she said, and I've done it a lot. You know what, guys? It's obvious. You have. It's 2018, yeah. right? I'm sorry, uh, but, but no, it's one. I mean, it's almost clutched it so much. This is a. This is a game that when we were doing this list, of course, it was it had to be on there, but in the beginning, a very very tight race, and it it didn't squeak out. It actually won with 33 percent of the vote in second Sweet. place was if i'm not mistaken guacamelee and dead cells with 18 percent. so at the end of the day celeste takes it by an overwhelming margin yeah kyle yeah take it away take it away uh celeste celeste has done something to indie games i think i haven't seen for a while or at least hasn't piqued my interest as much um the way it tackled the heavy subjects such as mental illness in a game where I was not expecting that. I was expecting like an arcade platformer type thing. And then there's a moment you, you meet other characters and it just kind of hits you with it. And yeah. it is so deep for all the right reasons. And it's a beautiful it's just... game visually, yeah, uh, uh, audio, whatever the audio <laughs> version of visually is. I can't yeah. think of it right now. Audibly? Um, uh, sure. <laughs> and, gotcha. uh, yeah, it just, it's so good. And more people need to play it. Yeah. And please go buy it. It's important. Uh, it speaks yeah. to me as a person that is riddled with anxiety constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's... Anxiety, depression, feeling you're, you're not good enough for anything. Mm-hmm. Celeste is like, it, it makes Kyle, you think about it. Room. You're I, Thank you, buddy. And I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate Celeste for helping people deal with those issues. And yeah, it deserves everything. Definitely. With that, most anticipated game of 2019. We're at the second to last right here. The nominees are Anthem, Days Gone, Tom Clancy's The Division Times Two, Kingdom Hearts Trace, Resident Evil Dose and Sekiro. Shadows die about two times. Give or take. Shadows die dose. Oh, I already used dose with Resident uh, Evil. It's, it's fine. So I was just Americanizing it. Kyle, <laughs> yeah. as I'm running out of gas here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the winner of this is Kingdom it, Hearts. It's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it won with 9% of the vote. Uh, it won with 30%, with second place being my personal uh, most amped game, which is Anthem. Uh-huh. 
why do you think? Or why why are people so, such dorks, Kyle? That they look are, this game? I, I don't think it's because they're dorks. I think it's because they've been waiting for this game for years. Or is it because of the lack of Donald's pants? Sure, I he think likes, it's the lack of Donald's pants. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> Kingdom Kingdom Hearts three has been coming what eight years in the making or some crazy like that. Eighteen, nineteen. Sure, counting at this point, Kyle. <laughs> it, it's yeah, and I think I feel like we know our audience well. I think this is what we thought was going to happen mm-hmm. for sure. Um, my most anticipated. I'm going to probably play all these minus Sekiro because that's not my type of game. I'm sorry, Joe. But uh, Days Gone is what I'm most anticipated for. I'm so excited to see what uh, Sony yeah. Bend has in that game. I love the setting. I know a lot of people think it's samey with like Last of Us. I don't see that at all. I I'm super excited to see what that has in store, and I hope I hope it's as good as I want it to be. But I have my bar set at a relative at a easy relatively level. even pace. I'm not yeah. my. I'm just joking. By the way, love Kingdom Hearts one, love Kingdom oh, yeah. Hearts two. Yeah, I think they're both great games. Yes, my personal favorite is Anthem. Yep, because it's Bioware numero uno, yep. and it's Iron Man mixed with what it seems like Horizon mm-hmm. and uh, Monster Hunter vibes. That's what I'm getting out of this. This is the vibes I'm getting, and yep. just looking at the gameplay from first impressions as well. Um, I think I think this game is going to be a hit for Bioware. I really mm-hmm. like to see them do something outside of just dragon age and mass effect and again this game looks so awesome Uh, yeah and i'm so happy i'm so happy they put out that trailer at the game awards Mm -hmm. where it gave us a little bit of story because that's the one thing that was i was waiting for and now it's got its hooks in me and i will i will most definitely be flying around with you in anthem joe yes take that nerds uh yeah no (laughs) (laughs) i just see that Anthem is is definitely a game I'm super excited. Do you think if Anthem didn't have EA attached to it, do you think it would have won, or maybe even gotten a bit closer? Oh, I see. I feel like EA is like a curse word now. You don't use it. Not around this house. Um, no, I I think, I think if Kingdom Hearts was not in there, yeah, it probably would have. But nothing was stopping Kingdom Hearts, Uh, even EA. Yeah. Well, with that, we get to our last. Last category. The most important category, some would say. The thing that I'm going to title this whole episode with. The game of the year. For 2018. We don't need any definitions to things. But before we begin, I just want to say. Every title that is on this list deserves it. And then some. Mm -hmm. You could say any title is your game of the year this year. It doesn't even have to be off this list. That's fine. This is just the votes of our audience and me and Kyle share the same viewpoint about our game of the year. And the great thing, and to wrap this show up as well, is to say this. I want to know what your game of the uh, of the year is down below in the comments section. Why or why not? Not why game X or game Y didn't deserve it, but what was your favorite games? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put all the categories down in the YouTube comments. So go over there and pick which category, which game spoke to you. I will try my best to reply to each and every comment. Of course, I'm not going to reply to first or anything like that. But with that. Also, if you're, while you're in the comments and you're saying what your favorite game is, be kind to others who who, who say game is their game of the year and you might not jive with it. 
Like, yeah, please. be respectful. Everyone has their own taste. Yeah. I it's just got to say thieves, that. Everybody, settle down. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Ooh, that one stung, right? Ooh, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Celeste. God of War. Red Dead Redemption. Spider-Man. I don't know why I did that. And Dead Cells. These six <laughs> games up for game of the year. There can only be one. But before we talk about the audience's pick, Kyle, this year you talked a lot about Celeste. I did. Is it your game of the year? It's one of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one of. Uh, <laughs> it, it's number two for me. Ooh, okay. It, it's number two of the year. Um, I, I've already waxed poetic on it enough. I love Celeste. Uh, my number one of game of the year, I'm pretty sure, is also your number one of game of the year. I don't know. Uh, I also it a minute ago by saying it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's God of War. Yeah. It's, I, the, what it did to a franchise I played on PlayStation 2 and was not expecting to have any emotion while right. playing a God of War game. Like, this God of War spoke to me in ways I was not expecting, and it's a great game to, to boot with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God of War deserves Game of the Year, and I'm so happy it won at Game Awards. It was probably one of my favorite moments you of the year. You crazy because me, uh, me and you both, like yeah. you left the room and you couldn't see me, but I was, I was screaming. I was, yeah. I was so excited. Uh, yeah, we love God of War here at the Trophy Room. Sure, it's a PlayStation podcast, but it's deserves that love. Right, it's earned it. It is a. Uh, I, I I talk about God of War a lot. Um, because I do not think this is a game. There's some games that I want to stream. Like, I want to stream Fortnite, right? Mm-hmm. There's some games, though, I just want it to be my game. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a game that I just want to sit down and be alone with. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're watching this game, I don't know if you're going to get it. I don't even think if you're streaming this game, you're going to get it. Because you're trying to, like, entertain an audience while at the yeah. same time trying to solve puzzles and fight all these things. And you're not giving it your all because I feel like... God of War demands your attention. It's telling a really deep and impassionate story. It's a love letter from a son to a father. You know, Corey wrote this as a father and also as a son. Mm-hmm. And having, for me, this game speak to me unlike any other game has. Any other game has. Like, I've never had a story that I felt I connected with in such a way in almost every single way like god of war and it's a game about mythology out on the outset but you know i say this all the time my father comes from spain northern uh northern spain studious and he came because he fell in love with a woman and he wanted to make a family and he came to this land with 20 bucks in his pocket and he made something of not just himself but he made this family and he has sacrificed so much to make sure that I don't have to sacrifice what he had to sacrifice so that I could have it easier than he did. You know, my dad is to me the embodiment of the American dream. And what is Kratos? He's also a fish out of water. He's going to a different, he has traveled to a different land and he doesn't speak the language. He doesn't know how to read this language. Mm-hmm. He's teaching himself. He's having his kid translate for him 
do you know how often I had to do that as a kid and sometimes still have to? Mm-hmm. My dad self-taught himself English in every sense of the, the word. Like, he taught himself the language, both, you know, audibly and reading. And just seeing that in Kratos, it was just like, well. But more than that, it, it was showing me the relationship that I have. I can't connect with my dad. I don't like sports. I don't like soccer. That's the two things he loves more than me, right? Um, he can't connect with me because he doesn't understand video games. He thinks it's stupid. I should be reading or something. But we still love each other. And there's still that famil- the, the familial bonds that tie us together. And there's a scene where Kratos, like, he literally, he literally goes through his own personal hell for his son. Yeah. And that's what my dad has done for 20 years of his life is go to work at 7 a.m., come back at 7 p.m. for me and have the arguments of, like, like there's an argument where it's like, Atreus is just like, do you even fucking love me? I get it. I'm not you. I'm not this big macho fuck. I'm me. I get it. I'm a nerd. Right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. And I had that argument with him. And so when I look at Red, De- Red Dead Redemption, I think it's a great, great piece of art that just doesn't translate to game. There's so many times where it's just like I get off the horse and I forget my guns. Like, yes, the attention to detail is insane, but I feel like it's put in the wrong places. I also feel like as a Red Dead fan, it often does lose itself in simulation than where it really does matter, gameplay. And I also think when it comes to the story, it's something that I've seen before. God of War is something I've never seen before. And so with that, you guys felt the same exact way because it was a fucking slaughter. For the moment we put this up to the moment polls closed, God of War took Game of the Year for the trophy room the true people's platinum with 48% of the vote. In second place, Spider-Man won with, sorry, Spider-Man in second place with 19.8 and Red Dead Redemption with 14.8. Amazing. And I just kind of feel like even people who aren't like PlayStation fans just go, God of War. Uh, I see so many, uh, you know, like tweets even going like, Red Dead, great game, not arguing it's not, not jiving with me. Yeah. Gonna give it up. And I feel like though both games don't really respect your time and they want you to be in 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 immersed, mm-hmm. Red Dead doesn't give a shit. No. And I think the pacing for me is the thing that utterly killed that game. Again, I don't want to speak low about it because I think on a technical standpoint it's amazing. Yeah. But God of War sets to achieve everything it does in a way that also respects gamers it doesn't forget it's a game so with that kyle yeah that was the winners god of war took five categories it ran away with it what do you feel about that because we were complaining about it at the game awards when it just seemed like red dead redemption red dead Mm -hmm. redemption red dead redemption do you kind of feel like the same way like it wasn't exciting to you or what do you think uh that it took five yeah, from us. Like it, it practically it did. Like out of the fourteen categories, I believe yeah. it was a part of. It took mm-hmm. five of them. Or sorry, I yeah. think it's nine. It, actually. It, it's it actually nine. the opposite. Where I wasn't annoyed. Yeah. I was just so happy that people love this game as much as I do and as you do. Mm-hmm. And 
it, I, I feared the moment I heard Red Dead was this year as well, that when it came time to this part of the year, that Red Dead would take over. Yeah. Because I, I've, I've heard how great Red Dead 1 is for years, and everyone was super high on Red Dead 2, and I was just scared that God of War would not get this. it happens every year. Yeah, it would not get this recognition as superficial as it is. Some people saying it's game of the year, but it deserves it. It is a one hundred percent game that is filled with detail and heart, and it reinvigorated a franchise. And I want to shout out PlayStation and Sony and Shu and everyone that said to Sony and Santa Monica and Corey and his team, yeah, reboot God of War. Yeah. That is such a risky move. It could have gone horribly. Mm-hmm. And what we got is one of our favorite games of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also is the culmination of what his and why is Sony so dominant in this generation is because the management, the way that com- that Sony communicates with its developers is unlike mm-hmm. anything we've seen from a lot of big publishers. Yeah. Like, yeah, who would tell you to take one of your most beloved series, God of War, and just do something completely different with it? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, who would who would say, hey, we have Spider-Man, let's give it to Insomniac? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. why why stop doing Uncharted and go with The Last of Us? Why make Bloodborne? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. When's mm-hmm. Dreams coming out? I don't know. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, is that Sony just goes, here, go, take it. Take the ball, yeah. run with it. And their upper management, I feel like they just understand the game better. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why, to me, when people are go like, okay, why are you playing PlayStation on, on a PlayStation 4 Pro? Because the Xbox One X is the most powerful console out sure. ever. It has Game Pass. You're able to return stuff, whatever. And I feel like, yeah, Game Pass is great, but there is no games that I would necessarily want to play on it. Because their first party just doesn't live up to what I want in, in games. And I come privileged, but to me, when I look at a game system, I'm also playing where can I play the best stuff, not where it's going to play best, because if that was honestly the case, I'd be making a PC right now. Mm-hmm. And we've seen how that works out for me. So <laughs> yeah. for me, I'm just like, yeah, but where's the experience? Looks are important. I'm not here to tell you it doesn't, but like, who's making things that are making me go, whoa. And it's Sony, and it's God of War. Last year it was Uncharted. You know, the year before that, Bloodborne. I'm sorry, Horizon. The year before yeah. that, Bloodborne. Like, these games are amazing, and they take huge, huge risks. And a lot of them, so many of them, are are paying off. So, yeah, congratulations, Sony. Yeah. yeah. And just a congratulations to gaming in 2018 as a whole. Seriously. This year's been insane, and... Every game that we've ever talked about uh, on this episode tonight or the episodes throughout the year uh, deserve to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, it is we are we are spoiled. Mm-hmm. This year has spoiled us, especially as PlayStation fans. And my question to you, Joe: Yeah, will Sony continue this trend in 2019? Are we going to get a a year and like? I totally forgot to even mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, it's not on our list, but Sony also had another major exclusive in Detroit Become Human come out. That's true. And it, it, it did pretty well critically, and 
I think he it did this all right morning commercially. It's yeah, this morning or yesterday they said stuff. that it, it is Quantic Dream's fastest selling game ever. Yeah, it's already hit that mark. Yeah, um, and, and Sony killed it with three exclusives. Are they? Are we going to get that type of year I, next year, Joe? I think next year is going to be a bit drier. I yeah. think this is Sony buckling down. Now this is them at their peak. Now this is them ramping down. I think Days Gone is a game that's ramping down. I have a feeling, a very sneaking suspicion, that the next game we're going to see from them is Ghost of Tsushima. A sneaking I do too. suspicion. Uh, I, do too. I don't think Death Stranding's ready yet. I don't think The Last of Us Part Two is yet. I think those two games are going to bring the console to a close. I think next year we're going to see Dreams, Days Gone, and we're going to see Ghost of Tsushima. That's what I would want. Again, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima would be on my most anticipated, would be my most anticipated if we had a firm release date on it. Yep. But it is what it is. So, yeah. yeah. Well, what about you? Do you think they're going to have... I, I There's no way. The Spider-Man was this year. Yeah, we got Spider-Man and God of War. Like, you think you're going to have another game that's in the game of the year conversation? If if Days Gone is as good as I want it to be, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to hit 2018 levels, but it's still going to be a solid year from PlayStation. Yeah, because definitely. of because of marketing deals and all that jazz, mm-hmm. and some smaller exclusives like Concrete Genie looks super cool. Um, yeah, I, I Sony is in a great spot, and I hope they continue that and they don't make more silly mistakes because right. <laughs> i like i like the way that sony is working right now and, and pumping out these awesome games and giving developers time to make it these awesome yeah. games so yeah yeah and with that guys and gals i want to thank each and every one of you for listening i want to thank each and every one of you who voted and did vote thank you so much it meant a lot to me seeing as many votes as we did for our first year ever for doing this um it got me a little emotional, got me a little choked up. I want to thank all my friends who helped us with this project because it would not have uh, would not have happened if it wasn't for you guys. And thank you all so so very yeah. much for all your support. This this episode um, is for you guys. I spent a lot of nights, especially last night, mm-hmm. um, three hour nights like of, of sleep, just making sure this thing got off the ground, making sure that it was as good as I can make it uh, for you guys. This podcast, I think I could speak for Kyle, is sometimes it's just the reason why we get up in the morning. It's this podcast. We love doing this. We love talking to each other. And every time when Kyle mentions me doing something, I always have to say, us, we're doing this because this is our thing that we love equally. And we can't stop talking about. And we keep on, every time we talk about it, we try our best, try our hardest. Um, Stop, don't get emotional. Uh, (laughs) Be a robot, Joe. We try our fucking hardest to make sure we're giving you something we're proud of, that you want to hear. And seriously, all your thanks uh, on, on Twitter, on social media, on the comments. You do not understand the power of thank you, of this is awesome. And if there is one message we can leave you with here tonight is that if you see a creator 
big or small, doesn't matter. Tell them how much they care, like you care about their games. Go yeah. to each one of these developers, congratulate them on making games. Be positive. Do not bicker online about who you can or cannot unlock in certain games. Yeah. Just go there and celebrate games. Tell the developers you care. Tell the content creators to keep kicking ass. There are so many brilliant and awesome creators that I know that I love, who I look up to on a daily, and you don't understand the, the power of, of compliments. It's mm -hmm. awesome. So with that, next week we will have a more regular week. We will have news about PlayStation, I promise. Just yeah. because it's the holiday season, we'll be mixing it up because news is a little bit slow. Also, all your questions that you sent in for this will be next week as well. Mm -hmm. um, and there, because there's some awesome questions. And actually, Kyle, yeah. before I even do that, you reminded me about questions. Oh. And I'm getting here. I want to get Nasty Boots out right here. We'll end the show on okay. this. Aaron, congratulations. I forgot all about the questions. Out of all your PlayStation gaming experiences... What would you want to see wrapped up under the tree this year? Or, you know, like candles, right? Like the yeah. fatal. I don't know. Listen, I, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I am stupid and dumb. Uh, what would you like to see wrapped under the tree and, and experience it for the first time? Any game. Ooh, man. That's tough. I... My my and it's it's a very depressing answer, Joe. No, we have to end on a high note, Kyle. It's a depressing answer because of the content of the game. Okay, it, it's The Last of Us. Mm. If if I can experience The Last of Us and that opening as heart wrenching as it is, it's a, and as as difficult as it is to play through, mm -hmm. it's a be, it's a beautiful way to open up that game. Yeah. And I, Last of I I love Last of Us so damn much. It is. Top, my my favorite game of all time mm -hmm. and me watching the reveal trailer of last of us part two i cry every single time yeah. i love that franchise so much and that game so if i could have a way to experience that again and joel and ellie's story i would do it in a heartbeat for me because you talked about the beginning of the last of us that's what i show everybody who isn't a gamer going wait watch this shit yeah and that's what i always show people just watch it because this is it's mostly cinematic just watch uh for me i'll talk about the ending of something the ending of god of war mm. fuck yeah that is all yeah with sure. that guys gang uh we will get to all the other questions you guys had amazing questions over the last few weeks i want to get the highlights in for next week's show but there you go. I just wanted to leave that on a on a on a note like that. I think that question was amazing, especially given this year in games. Fantastic, and I'm shaking the camera. So with that said, all that out of the way. Again, please like, rate, share, rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, please, please, please. You don't get us how much that helps us. We it grows this big happy family. If if you want to see two happy boys. Yeah, yeah, let's get this. Let's get the truffle room charted, man. On that main page, let's do All it. Right. Share with your friends. Tell your friends, hey, even if you don't like PlayStation, go rate them five stars. Write a little review. Tell your uh, mom. Tell your pop. Yeah, 
tell your mom. Tell mom uh, when, when your your family's over for Christmas or Hanukkah, uh, have them just log in a rotating chair and just log in and review, rate and review, and let's do this. Let's, let's do, do it, this. dude. Operation. I just charted myself. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everyone, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and here is a little bonus episode for you all. Hi, this time you see our lovely faces amongst this beautiful backdrop, and today, along with my best friend Kyle, we're going to talk about the kind of funny game showcase that happened right now. We're going to talk about our highlights, our reactions, what we thought walking in, what we thought